Welcome everyone, this is Everyday Seeker and I'm your host Rebecca Muir and you can find us, always find us at everydayseeker.net and we're on iTunes and Stitcher and Facebook and Instagram and all of that stuff. Um, I'm thrilled today to have the most amazing Kiara Maya here with us to speak about the Akashic Records for episode 20. Um, so welcome Kiara, just want to say a little bit about you. Um, You specialize in reading the Akashic Records. Um, So in some sense, you know, somebody might go for a tarot reading or an astrology reading, you can do an Akashic Record reading. Um, And so you specialize in that. You're also an athlete. You play basketball, softball. You love the the San Francisco Giants and 49ers, the Chicago Bulls. Um, (laughs) It's so great. I love how well-rounded you are. Um, You are the founder and CEO of your own social media consulting company, which is Clearly Magnetic Consulting here in Los Angeles. And you're also an actress, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. this covers all the bases. You're, you know, business savvy, <laughs> creative, spiritual, and athletic. It's amazing. Uh, um, thanks. Yeah, and beautiful. So welcome. Thank you so much for sharing yourself and your time with us today. Oh, it's my absolute divine pleasure. Literally <laughs> 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 and figuratively. I'm yes, really perfect. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. So I am going to just jump right in here and ask off the top, what are the Akashic Records? Great question. I love this um, question. I actually always kind of ask my clients when they come in, I'm like, have, do you know what the record, have you ever had a record reading before? And they're like, usually no. And what do you know? Do you know anything about the record? Gauge. um, And the best way I've ever had it kind of said to me is that um, the Akashic records are the energetic record of humanity. Um, But then I would expand actually the energetic record of um, you know, anything with a life force. So, uh, that includes a lot of things, like anything that's kind of being created, like businesses or, um, you know, anything in nature. Um, so, so it has, uh, it has that quality. Um, I try to get into, cause a lot of, uh, I know the Linda Howe Center, um, which is where I got certified, uh, talks about, um, it being the, you know, the, the vibrational record of each individual soul and its journey. I, um, acknowledge that as well. And I just try to kind of, when I think about it, like people, some people, not everyone relates to the idea of like soul or spirit. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when it's, you know, when I, when I kind of give my definition, I, I always like to say that it's like an energetic record. It's the Akashic. I do like to share as well is that, Akasha is a Sanskrit word, and it means um, primary substance or the first crystallization of spirit. And so the Akasha, when you tune into that energy field, if you will, um, it's the highest form of vibrational energy, and it actually is in... In an, it has an exquisite fineness, if you can think of it like that. Like an energy has that, you know, incredibly subtle fineness. And it actually, the Akasha is the type of energy that can have an imprint put on it because of that exquisite fineness. So what that imprint is, is the past, present, and future possibility. Hmm. So that's where you can get into a record of an individual person or of a business or of a, uh, a certain type of tree or a certain type of species. Um 
animal species, if you will, and then you can tune into that uh, archive and, you know, go in, ask questions about um, the past, present, and future possibilities of whatever um, you're looking for guidance around. Wow, that's so amazing. Yeah, I actually <laughs> didn't have, I've never had you, um, even though now I've had two readings with you. Um, but I haven't asked you to break it down like that before. So that's interesting. Like before we spoke today, I do you know Teal Swan? No, I don't think I do. Okay, she's a spiritual teacher that I like a lot. And oh, okay. I was like, let me just do a little research here because I've heard of Akasha and Akashic Records before, but I also, um, you know, I haven't done a lot of studying or a lot of research. So I found a video of hers and I was like, great, she's somebody that I follow a lot. And just the way she described it... Um, was she basically said the same thing you said, but she used a couple different words. Um, So I'm just curious what you think of this. So she says the Akashic records are the collective consciousness um, and that they've also been referred to as the mind of God. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) That's so great. Yeah. And I I think that those are both um, what I, what I found both amazing definitions. Absolutely. And what I know is from when I was a young girl, actually I did a, um, when I was in high school, I did a, I, I, for like a senior project, I wrote a book <laughs> on, oh my dream, God. on dreams. It wasn't like I published it or anything, but it was like for my project, I wrote this book on dreaming. And at the time, I think I remember researching Carl Jung and Edgar Casey mm-hmm. um, because both in dreaming and Edgar Casey um, was the first uh person within the 20th century to kind of talk about, as far as the Western world is concerned, um, talk about the Akashic Records, and he accessed those, and then where it was able to um, predict, you know, predict for future events, but um, at the time I asked my mom, um, what, well, what are the Akashic Records, do you know about these, because I was, you know, she was helping me with the project, and uh, she was like, oh yeah, it's the energetic record of humanity, and that's where, that's where I got that original definition from, and then um, I went along my whole life, and never went back to it, I was like, oh, okay, that's, that sounds great, (laughs) never returned to it, so now as I come, and um, what my understanding is that more and more of the records are being opened, Um, they are, they didn't always used to be open to humanity, if you will. Um, it was more of certain spiritual, I guess you could say, like leaders would have access or ability, but then it, um, it became open to everyone. And that's where we are now in the 21st century is moving forward into having it be open um, to all. And so I love that the definitions and people are having more access um, and that they're becoming more wide. And I do, do like the idea of the collective because uh, from my experience, um, I can f- you can... It, there's a, um, a perspective to it that's mm-hmm. elevated, which means, like, mm. in our lives we have, to me, this means in our lives we have a certain, like, viewpoint on things and a certain way of um, being able to, through whatever our experiences are, see our lives, and you know, and the lives of others and the lives of this planet in a certain way, the life of this planet in a certain way. And um, what the records provide, in my experience, has is like an elevated, almost like a bird's eye, mm-hmm. or like, you know, if you're, I love sports, so if you're playing in a game, you have, you know, that like, uh, you have the, peop- the players on the field, and then you have the coaches. Well, the players have one perspective, and they're in it, and then you have the coaches, and they're like one perspective, um, and then you have the people up in the booth. <laughs> yeah. uh, have like an elevated view of the field um, so that you can see something that's different and you have those kind of analytics that are happening based right. on 
and that perspective. And I feel like the players are ourselves. The coaches may be like our, any kind of, um, any kind of spiritual guides. I think that you can get any kind of anything, uh, or even just maybe our unconscious, if you will, our subconscious, if maybe that's a better analogy for it. And then like the, those up in the booth are the access point that you get when you get to put on the headset of the Akashic. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love the sports analogy. It's so perfect. Where your life is going to be able to kind of have uh, different turns and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a per- like this legitimately such an amazing um, metaphor because I feel like I get that on a whole other level now. <laughs> so yay for sports but yeah no that's amazing thank you oh, that's perfect um so yeah especially I love also that you referred to Carl Jung um and Edgar Casey because I feel like those are names that a lot of people are really familiar with and so even if they haven't ever really gotten into the whole collective consciousness thing it's often a concept they've been exposed to like I remember hearing about it in high school or in, in psych psych classes you know when I was in college so there are things like that that resonate with (laughs) the collective consciousness with ordinary people um and it's almost like um, an entry point well yeah that's what I really do try in in my um currency of of building kind of where I want to go within the records I realize there's a meaning um as a person of service, as an agent of the records, being able to read for others and provide that service, if you will. Um, I, I'm really looking to find a way of, of um, creating an accessible, relatable point of entry uh, for, mm-hmm. for people who, um, from all walks of life, uh, I know that the, in quotes, like spiritual community um, has a certain archetype that it follows as far as, you know, who's involved. And, and why I say that is I was a person who never before until last year, I never went to any kind of spiritual um, practitioner for anything. <laughs> and now you do it. <laughs> it was such a bizarre journey because it wasn't anything that I found um I wasn't against it. I, you know, I, I wasn't at all like skeptical of it even. It just really wasn't for me. I just really kind of felt like no one um, outside of me is going to have answers for me and not in a stubborn way, but like, um, you know, my mom, I think when we were young would read tarot for us and it was kind of like, okay, but it wasn't anything. And, um, but I just never felt like going to a psychic or going to, to anyone really was just something that I, um, necessarily needed. I was on a very personal journey Mm. with my spirituality and it was very inward. I felt, and it was very, um, personal and it is, I mean, someone's, someone's spiritual journey with themselves or whatever that means in quotes, you know, even that word may not match it, but like, someone's personal relationship with their own life, um, you know, it's very intimate. So I just kind of kept it to myself. And so in that way, like I, that world of, of spiritual practitioners was kind of foreign to me. And I was like, like, again, I wasn't judgmental on it. I just kind of was like, oh, that's nice that people do that. Yeah, like, whatever. (laughs) And then, um, and then I just, you know, had this experience with, um, my friend now, my dear friend, Helen, who reads, is is an agent of the records and, and reads the Akashic records. And I uh, heard a recording of her, a friend of mine, um, and I'm going somewhere with this, stick with me. Yeah, no, I'm with you, and please, (laughs) like, go. (laughs) A friend of mine played a recording that he had of a session of his, um, 
with Helen and I just heard her heard her kind of the first few things that she was sharing with him on this recording and I was like oh I want to go I want to go I want to go see her like it was just this <laughs> calling and thereby like my experience started to unfold in this direction of my life and I'm um, being a practitioner myself and uh what I wanted to say about all that was that for me I realized as someone who wasn't just to- I'm t- I was totally fine with the idea of it all but I wasn't actively going to anyone for that kind of help that I would really like to um, break down the kind of um, uh, for lack of a better term and in no way I mean this insulting but the kind of like woo (laughs) (laughs) the mystical which is totally fine but like the mystical um, approach um, that someone might have so that it's accessible in a way that's very practical for people to use because that's been my experience in the records is it's about um, and this is coming from when I got trained with Christina Cross from, uh, she's also, uh, was someone from the Linda House Center, uh, of Akashic Studies, was that she was, she had, um, said that it's about, um, everyday ordinary human experiences are our path to higher levels of spiritual consciousness. And that records... Wow, okay, sorry, slow that down and say it slower again for everyone, because I believe that too. She, 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 yeah, she put it in this like booklet I remember working, and I really hang, hung on to that. She said, ordinary human experiences are the pathway into higher levels of spiritual consciousness. And that's it's really huge. true, because, and that's what the records deal with. It's like they, whatever is important <laughs> to you, over that yet (laughs) yeah I feel like especially in the new age community so many of us have lost sight of that and we tend to ignore the mundane or shit on it or you know anyway keep going no carry on no it's true because a lot of times even in my own experience it's been like I remember when I first started uh, going to Helen and reading um she's amazing by the way I have to plug Helen. Like, Everyone, I know a lot of people have talked about her too, yeah. <laughs> her, hers is just be true to you, um, dot com with the B as a B, like a little bumblebee, uh, B E. Oh, anyway, cute. but just because she's, um, she's such an amazing practitioner and as well as teacher now, she certifies people. But I remember when I first was going to, sure, certifies people to work for themselves within the Kashuk records and for others. That's mm-hmm. who, um, she, she's taken that path on, which is so valuable for, uh, the community um of akashic readers but anyway she i when i started going to her i remember going to her and you in the records you you formulate questions that are important to you um and i remember in that as well like learning like it's whatever i sit down with my clients and to kind of break down they're like well what is an akashic reading and i say you know well it's like you get to have a conversation um you get to have a conversation with uh, that again that elevated perspective um and you get to ask questions and the questions they're like, okay, well, what should I ask? And it's, you know, it's, I always say it's whatever's important to you, whatever you're wanting insight in, whatever you feel like you've had maybe difficulty or blocks around or, um, whatever you're dealing with right now, that's, that's important to you. That's, that's like, you know, whatever you want insight in or guidance or like that you want to move through or forward or just know why or know what is going on or know how you can get through it. Like those are the three kind of starters of a question, how, what, why. Um, and I remember when I was going first, um, you know, opening my records, uh, with Helen and, and I felt like it was inappropriate for me to ask everyday life questions. 
I felt like there was somehow I ought to be more elevated in my right. question. You should be so much more enlightened by now or, you know, or whatever. Right? Or rather, yeah. And rather that it was like, um, it was a spiritual, see again, that quote, that, that word can kind of get in, not us into trouble in any way, but it just kind of, I feel like is an outdated word in a way just to say like, what does spiritual mean? Um, if, and I'm recognizing the more and more I'm, I'm exercising this gift is that there's a, a tapping into humanity. Humanity is meant to be, it is about what's going on currently moment to moment for any individual person in their lives. And humanity does have, a, you know, a, a, a soul, a spirit, a collective, mm. rather a, conscious, a consciousness. Um, and that is a part of it, but it, there's, it's a part. And so what I mean by that is to say, like, I felt like I had to ask spiritual questions, you know, like <laughs> yeah. questions, like, what is my life's purpose? How, how can my soul evolve? And like, which, is, which are total appropriate questions. But I, but what I ended up realizing was when I would ask questions about, tangible things like where should I go to school and what are my what how can I have a better financial picture and what's the best thing that I can do for my household or my relationship or Mm -hmm. these kind of really tangible questions what it would open up into this beautiful expansive conversation about (laughs) the bigger picture and how my um how my uh, soul's purpose, if you will, if you like, I, I tend to not try to gravitate to those words, but how my, um, kind of like higher consciousness, how that can be, um, threaded into my everyday life. How well, can it I- is, yeah, it makes so much sense. The everyday life is our direct experience spiritually of like being. So you're wrapped up in it and, all of our spiritual evolution is happening through our experience of everyday life. So, of course, that's going to be where the greatest learning and the greatest insights come from. It makes so much sense. Yeah, and it's really like a tool. And and when I start to realize my difficulties as a person in my everyday life are actually able to be tools and portals through which I can have greater answers, Mm. um, that changed the game for me. It really did. It made it... um, um, where I didn't feel like I was alone <laughs> on this globe, where I could feel like, okay, I have, I have this support, and it's coming f- through my life experiences, through my evolution as a person, uh, with the su- with the um, the support is coming from me, but from me accessing a higher part of me through the again it's through though what i'm having difficulty as a person as a as a human absolutely <laughs> so, so that was that was that's big and i and i um i yeah that, that that's where i've i've found a lot of uh it's so damn interesting <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i know when i get together with helen or like uh, other practitioners or even talk with you Rebecca, it's always like we're just we have this moment where we're just like whoa yeah this, this fucking shit is crazy. <laughs> I love it. I know, right? Because I had a reading with you a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was about a month ago now. Yeah. It was a very short reading. Um, I'm coming back for a longer one, like Aww. super soon, actually. Um, but, you know, the things that you said were very insightful. And <laughs> I really enjoyed the reading. Um, 
And then what happened after the reading actually too was like where I started to be like, this fucking shit is crazy, you know, because, <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I, I'm, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I'm all about the conversation flow as well. Um, so I haven't asked you yet what a reading looks like, but yeah, maybe we should do that. Um, just thinking that as well. I was feeling right, like exactly. Kind of- but just to stay in this train of thought, you know, um, as a result of what happened energetically during the reading, which, you know, I did feel that there was something going on in addition to just like really, you know, helpful, insightful conversation, the ways, cause I was discussing certain blocks I've had for my whole life in this reading with Kata and, um, the ways in which my life shifted in the few days after this reading, I was just kind of like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like things that were happening, um, and just unblocking like things that were moving forward in ways they hadn't been able to move forward without me even trying you know and um I just felt like everything was shifting and I'm sure there's other things you know that contributed to that I recently made a big move you know Mm -hmm. I changed the spelling of my name hello Mm -hmm. numerology you know things like that but I (laughs) I believe that because I had this reading due to some of the things that happened in the reading I started to experience these profound shifts and almost like um some of the, like a, the dam broke and the water was able to flow through. Um, and so that kind of thing, I found my saying in the day, myself saying in the days following, like what just happened? Because like, this was so much more than what I was expecting. And it was beyond just a conversation beyond, um, any sort of cognitive understanding or intellectual understanding. I was able, you know, which I did get, you know, intellectual, um, insight, which helped me spiritually, but I felt like something happened that was far beyond that. Mm. And another word for that is grace, (laughs) you know? Um, but anyway, so now maybe you can tell us a little bit about what a reading looks like, um, and what happens energetically, spiritually, that's sort of beyond just a conversation. Yeah, I would love to. And I think that that's such a good lead in actually, because this is exactly how um, it comes up for me, usually in explaining this piece of it, is um, someone will say after the reading's done, who's never come to to an Akashic reading, they'll be like, I, I, wow, I, that wasn't what I was expecting. And on a side note, it touches my heart. I'm just so grateful when someone feels like that they express gratitude to me. They're like, wow, thank you so much. Because, um, and as I'll explain in a moment, it's really not me. Uh, <laughs> but I but I do appreciate so much. I'm like, oh my God, good that this is helping. And then I usually I say, um, you know, I like to explain a little bit of what what it is that I've understood of what it is, what an Akashic record reading means, what it, what the experience means, what it, what you're uh, going into, if you're going to go into one. Um, what, what I remember in my training, what they were talking about was that uh, it's two parts. It's both the information, like you just expressed, uh, which can be very helpful because of that elevated perspective um, and the specific questions that you bring, as we've talked about. But really, when you open up the record, so, in, you know, in quotes, when th- what that means is that you're opening up, um, you're gaining access to, again, the Akasha, the Akasha vibration, the Akashic energy. 
and what they how they describe it is if you know just as a visual if you will it opens up like a column that's encasing the two people that are that are in the engaging in the reading so if you think of it like if you think of it a lot of times the records would be talked about like a library i i don't mm-hmm. I, I don't usually talk about it but like that but just as a broad you know spectrum of it as a library so you're pulling like you know a diff whatever your question is it accesses like a different file if you will or a different book it's been said um and so, so when you're opening that, like in general, your records, your, your full form of the records have a, uh, ar- archive, if you will, have an energetic body and it's a column and, you know, column of light, <laughs> I guess you could call it that come down, but it's the Akashic energy that surround the two people. And when the records are closed, um, there's lots of different ways to access the records, by the way. Um, I do it through a sacred prayer that Which I learned is through beautiful, through, by the way. through think, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't create it but like Linda Howe created it and it's a a way but there's many different ways to access people are doing it all different kinds of ways so uh, you know there's people can accidentally gain access in sometimes (laughs) like but anyway when you when you do it deliberately and consciously there's this column of Akashic energy and when you close that that is open and accessible and encasing the two people and when you close the records that energy gets absorbed into the reader and the person and it's that because it's such a high form of vibrational energy, the absorption actually allows the person, while the information is important, the energy is actually first. And it allows, by absorbing in, it allows lower vibrations to be released. And that's usually what lower vibrations energy. So what that means in a very practical sense is like, things that have been hard to let go of or things that have been hard to get understanding for or energetic anything that you can feel, which means like emotions that you've had stuck uh, based on traumas or, um, and when I say the word traumas, I think that goes a little more into the Akashic healings that are done. But at the same time, even a reading can have that 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 value meaning um so things that like you, you know mentally are unclear for you things that are emotionally kind of been tough for you things that um uh you know in a very practical like your life like it just hasn't been you know have you haven't been able to get alignment with the things you can't um, get past or you feel like are blocking you or whatever yeah, it felt like, like oh, me i felt like i had these external like like no matter what I did and how much I worked on myself, like I just felt stuck in this one holding pattern. Yeah, Um, patterns of energy, mm. exactly. And so what that does is it allows for the space and the energetic vibration, if you will, um, to release it. It's like, it's almost as if you, you know, when you're washing something or or how it's a really good analogy, like if you, um, you know, you want to uh, clean something, sometimes you need a certain particular type of cleaner to clean it. Sometimes just water won't do, you know? Right. Uh, And so it allows that space, that cleaning of it to like um, kind of allow allow it to let go uh, of those because you're in because you've been absorbed with this high high form of vibrational energy and the piece that I was like well actually that I'm just thinking of right now to realize to, to add to that is that it's it's your records it's your vibrational access to that high most energy it's specific to your individual vibration itself so it's almost like a matching wow. that's why that's why I think the absorption in uh, of it gives is so powerful and so like you were expressing so so gracefully um uh, that 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 happened for you, and I find for myself, I can only speak, you know, because not all my clients 
bring feedback, <laughs> which is totally fine. But for my own personal self, I know that that's what it felt like when I first started reading, um, getting my records read was it felt like an incredible confirmation or affirmation of things deep, deep down that I already knew. Um, and then because of that, I was able to let go of limiting, um, limiting, not serving beliefs or um, thoughts or um, kind of energy patterns that, that, that didn't, that weren't that again, that weren't serving me. So it was, a, it's a combination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the information then I feel like gets absorbed too, because it's, it is very valuable for our intellect. Like you right. said, well, like, information is also energy, right? So, yes. but I feel like, you know, it's, it's, or energy is information in some other <laughs> way you can think of it. But but, you know, there's also so much more than what we can understand on an intellectual level. It's sure. Like beyond the mind, you know. Um, yes, exactly. And it's working on the both parts of us is what I, again, it's like mm -hmm. a holistic way of kind of approaching, in quote, right. spirituality. Because you're getting information that's going to help you specifically with the things that you're needing. And then you're getting like an energetic tune-up. <laughs> right. And, you know, for me... I've done a lot of work on myself, especially with regards to the, the issues that we talked about in that reading. And, you know, I've made a lot of progress, but like I said, there were certain places where I felt very stuck. And so even though we, we talked and I got some beautiful insights from you, um, I do feel, well, I know that something happened that was beyond my own doing. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like I suddenly understood something that allowed me to like let go of stuff I hadn't been mm -hmm. able to let go of. I mean... No, no, no. It was like something shifted in me or was shifted in me by because of that energy, because of God, because of grace, because of whatever, something, right? But as a result of this process that was um, like, it wasn't like I was able to crack a code and then fix something mm. on my own. Something, I was helped. Yeah. Um, I was, oh, you beautiful. know, I was helped. Mm. And so, and I needed that. So I, you know, it's still even though we explain what it is and what's happening, um, like it's still a little bit beyond my ability cognitively to understand exactly what happened. But I, I'm kind of okay with that also. <laughs> I, you know, I, I spent most of my life trying to understand spirituality, to understand mm -hmm. God, to rationalize God. And I'm finally at the point now where I can let go of that and just accept Help. You know, accept the help. And, <laughs> and I mean, I've seen the results of it. I, I, I feel like the echoes of that energy are reverberating throughout my life still in a 15-minute reading. Are you kidding me, right? So, I mean, and there's been other things in my life, other little exactly. miracles that have happened. And I'm just, I'm able to um, accept now that there is something going on and I'm just able to receive that help and that light. And so it's beautiful, though, because um, I don't know that I was even as open to that in the reading as I now am. Like, again, so something still happened, even though I wasn't, <laughs> what? you know, as enlightened or whatever. Like, I Oh, was that's still... a great point because it's, it's a matter of maybe not of uh, enlightenment, but of, of like, even if you don't know what it is, it, it can help you. You know, right. it's like, even if you don't know. So to give a little more concreteness to what is a reading, I think that that would be helpful for people listening is okay. just to know, like you come in um, and it can be done over the phone too, which I think is incredibly uh, uh, kind of bizarre for some people, but to know that like uh, it's just as effective, but yeah. if you choose to come in person or over the phone, um, you open up your record. It, it, I, like I said, there's many different ways to open it, but the way that I 
will do it as other practitioners may as well is it's a sacred prayer and you put your name into um, the prayer it's your full name because the name has a vibrational quality and uh and it's the kind of the energy of the person um and you use a nickname if you have it you know so that kind of gives even more specificity and you put your name in and then that accesses your individual record once the records are open you're able to um like i said have a conversation and so you you someone the client will ask questions and then what i do or any practitioner does is essentially tune into that uh to that uh, vibration. Um, what comes from that are um, images, uh, feel, uh, like what I'll receive, for instance, is um, images, I'll feel uh, set feelings, like sen 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 sensitivities. Um, so maybe my heart will hurt or I'll get like a rush of emotion and I'll explain that. Um, analogies, metaphors through words. So it's like a audibly, like, you know, messages can kind of almost like in a download come through. Um, as well as uh, like uh, scenarios, sometimes they can like walk you through like scenarios. So what that means is that you're going to get specific, um, uh, tailored, uh, uh, in different formats of information, right? And all the while being in that um, in that column of the kasha uh, that provides uh, that benefit as well. So what I was going to mention was so that's a reading now right when I read for you um I had just gotten done completing the advanced certification with Helen actually who teaches it and she um Helen Band Vonderheide I don't think I've said her last name yet so I'm gonna I'm gonna out her <laughs> yeah <laughs> say her full name um she so I just had gotten done doing the advanced certification and the advanced certification what um you learn is healing within the Akashic Records. And that, yeah. if someone wants to come for a healing, I think that uh, inadvertently, like, you know, we had just done a quick, like, 15 minutes, but I think that that's actually more what was occurring. And that yeah. that is, the difference is, what you learn is um, healing within the Akashic Records, reconciling, reconciling, I can't say that word, to reconcile uh, past lives um, or reconcile ancestral patterns or healing ancestral patterns patterns and reconciling past lives so there's those three um that provide you and what that does it's just slightly it's not really anything different but it's just looking at something so you kind of tell your story of what it is that you are wanting healing around and when you speak into that when the records are open for you you're in that uh space of healing so vibration energetically what's happening when you're giving that story over is it's um it's allowing that to be not not purged that's too extreme but just it allows it to kind of get up and get out be heard be acknowledged energetically and then begin the healing process then you go into um you know what are the causes and conditions just you're finding the origin you're finding the the, the source point you're finding like you know the understanding because once we can understand something once we can bring it out of like an unconscious knowing into the into the consciousness then even just that act in itself is so valuable because then it begins to dissipate if it doesn't serve or we get a better understanding to how to move forward and then you know the third piece is kind of finding the soul level truth which is usually what allows someone to like you're talking about that thing that we can't intellectually understand but we can yeah. 
we can have a point of access for that we uh, that we definitely energetically understand, even if we're not aware of what's going on. So, um, so that's kind of how a healing works. It walks through just slightly different because where a reading you can get information, you can also kind of experience that benefit. Um, a healing kind of takes it just a little one step, even maybe to the right. side. If you right. will. Um, so I hope that that gives some clarity to people listening of what what to go in. So you literally, I have people come in and like ha- you know who've had readings and they have questions. You know, they have a, they have a list of questions, <laughs> um, which I think is very helpful because the more clear you are, um, the more that you can you know get more knowledge you know more knowledge for in exchange in a way uh for for clear questions but if you just have kind of a thing that you want to talk about that you like don't even know have a question around but it's something that you know is important to gain insight into that can really be valuable because when you speak into it it's not the the difference between a reading that i have recognized and again i'm not that experienced because i haven't gone to too many types of modalities for readings but is just to say that um, it's not fortune telling. (laughs) In fact, they don't deal with time at all. That's one of the things I always tell my clients is there's no time. Time, how I've had it explained to me is time is spherical, which actually quantum physics proves that. But time is spherical, and so it's not... um, it's not explained in like the way that humans kind of see it. So it's not, it's not, it's not a, a thing you can really ask about with certainty of getting like, okay, two months from now or a week from now, or you're going to, you know, uh, do this, but there is, um, but there is relative to the timing and the kind of progression of one's, um, uh, energetic time, if you will. So those things kind of things, but anyway, questions, um, you know, time isn't necessarily there, but what, how, and why questions can definitely be, 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 answered um that meaning just that's like a way to get more information and but if you just have something that you're wanting to talk around um putting it into that space really does get you a lot of information as well um so I think that's where I was going to end with that (laughs) yeah no that's super beautiful um absolutely makes sense and of course with the not you know time being non-linear um as well as space the whole quantum physics thing this is why a reading works the same over the phone as it does in person um yeah so and I my first reading with you was in person my second one which we just had (laughs) um for the podcast we opened the records on the podcast um was uh over Skype and I felt the same you know, amount of insight and and light and grace come through in both instances. Um, And actually, just as a side note, I want to mention as well. So you can do an Akashic reading for a business or a podcast or anything that you want to get information on. So I, yeah, we just opened the records on Everyday Seeker. (laughs) Yeah. And I I would love for you. Yeah. I, I'm so happy that you're bringing that up because um, I feel like that's one of the main things uh, that uh, I've found as my own personal access to my own records that's been incredibly helpful that just blew my mind was, um, you know, there's the main categories of our life, right? There's uh, relationships, there's finances, there's career, um, there's body, you know, there's... Mm. um, home, if you will, you know, like any of those like five areas, um, those are the majority of the questions. And we usually, you know, because we are an individual have like, okay, what can I do? How, how does this other person, you know, affect me or, uh, what, you know, it, it's, it's about individuals. But what I started to rec- recognize, uh, was accessing, um, you can just have a working title on something like for creatives, if they're working on a script or they're working on a book or they're working on so cool. um, something, you can access the records of that thing and ask questions 
to that to that energetic entity because if you think about it like you are creating it it does have information that's going to have a past present and a future you know of possibilities for it so you can access that that point that that point of resonance um if you will and be able to kind of get get insight into it so one of the most profound things I had an experience with was the ease at which I when I created my business clearly magnetic consulting when I was first starting and I'm kind of always in the process of starting I feel like I'm like st- <laughs> startup always has that like quality where you're like I'm starting this up and start- <laughs> um, Anyway, it was it was the um, stress and overwhelm and um, kind of not enoughness I would feel or inadequateness or just kind of starting something that I really wasn't sure how it was going to go, the unknown, all that kind of uh, human qualities, you know, like very much real were really stressful for me. Um, when I would open the records uh, to, meaning when I would try to do that on my own, like think about, you know, how I could possibly get this thing off the ground. When I would open the records about it and I would ask, you know, what are the, ne- what's the next baby step I can take? The flow, the force and the flow, because I felt like, I think it even with within or without the records, I will say this, I think when someone can be relaxed and trust there's so much uh power in creation that they can have to whatever they're going to if it's parenting going into if it's parenting if it's building a business if it's in a relationship when someone can quiet the mind and i don't mean through meditation i just mean in like the trusting of uh, conscious more conscious (laughs) full awareness kind of approach I feel like there's power in that meaning powerful flow and grace and um what can come through it it, it's easier (laughs) Uh, that was my experience so that's what the record provide records provided me um and I do it I do it consistently for for different things that I'm that I'm wanting to go into if it's business partnerships or if it's, um, you know, decisions about <laughs> even as specific as like colors to use for something, you know, fonts. And you can get that kind of really specific detailed information, which is pretty, pretty useful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember you saying like, you know, you bought this ring even and you're like, I wonder what's up with this ring. And you open the records on this object. Yes. You know, so you can even do that. <laughs> yeah, houses. I've had people, um, if you are going into buying a home um, and you want to, or people in general, like if they're thinking about moving to a, a new place, you can kind of open up, you can open up your records and you can kind of say, okay, what are the benefits of this space that I'm moving into or this space? Um, you have to actually own the, the place that you're looking into, to, like if you own the home, you can open it because uh, it's about permission. Anytime we can, for, for pets as well, like you always have to sit and ask permission. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that's just because, you know, it's there, it's the individual archive is um, not accessible. You That's the main thing is what I think is really great about it is um, in the training, and this is where I also find languaging can be a little limited, but they, they talk about how the archive, the, the records themselves, the Akashic records are... Um, uh, managed, I guess you could say, uh, by the lords of the records. It's an uh, an energetic group, or maybe a spiritual group in quotes, or a um, you know, an an energy. <laughs> who knows? Uh, but the, the the lords of the records are those that are um, uh, keepers, 
and they, you know, only allow the appropriate information, meaning what's good, what's, what's best going to serse that person. Um, that's what's a tuning, you know, being able to be passed, downloaded down. Um, so, and also you'll never be able to get into someone else's records to do anything that's not, you know, kosher, if you will. So mm. I feel like there's a really nice, uh, safety, safety and, and light around that in, in like the positivity. Um, and so a lot of times it's, it always, what's interesting if someone will come in and ask about, uh, their, uh, what is this person's intention with me or like how uh-huh. does this person feel about me or, you know, like, or, um, what are, what are they going to do? Am I going to see this? You know, a lot of times what they'll always turn back around is like, how does that serve the person? What's, what's the most important information that that person's going to get that's going to help heal their heart or it's really about the individual. It's never really about someone else. So they're not, they're always going to give insight about another party that has relative to you because it's your record, you know? Right. thing um so similarly in a house if you own it but if the house is open uh like in escrow or whatever those terminologies are i'm definitely not in real estate <laughs> but if it's open you know if it's open house like you can you can go and use that address and you can access the records of that house um to, to get information of whether it'll be good for you again it always pertains to you but it uh but if you're in that um does that make sense yeah no it makes total sense Yeah. So the, 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 uh, accessibility factors off the charts of what is, is there, uh, as information. Right. Because, you know, be it being a record of everything that has ever existed, exists now and ever will exist could be a little overwhelming if it didn't, you know, if when you, if when you tap in, it's not pertaining directly to you, <laughs> then it would Very just be a mess. Point. Right. So. Very good point. And then yeah. the other thing that is always tricky with language to talk about is like I just mentioned, so the Lords of the records. Um, but when you actually open up your individual records, the words the the descriptions that are used um the, in my training anyway they talk about the masters teachers and loved ones um that's actually who's disseminate uh, <laughs> if the lords of the records are disseminating the information and this is where it all gets very like okay <laughs> All right. Uh, it's really whatever works for someone, you know, and, and I sure. always feel like they give a good explanation once you're in it of what's going to make most sense for the person uh, mm-hmm. to understand. And understanding, like you said, may not be the most necessary, but people tend to want to understand things. So we try to put language to these very, you know, esoteric, not understanding metaphysical things. However, the master's teachers and loved ones or um, your group, <laughs> if you will, um, your light group, uh, is what you get, what you're, who's actually, um, kind of, uh, get, facilitating that information to the reader. Um, so the, the access point is through masters, teachers, and loved ones. Um, your masters have been there from, uh, uh, from incarnation, I guess you could say from the very point of your soul's growth, like from the beginning. <laughs> um, and they've never been in human form. They've always been in that kind of uh, energetic quality. And then teachers are any number of teachers. A teacher could mean any numbers. You know, we, we look at, you know, some of the great teachers, Buddha, Jesus, uh, you know, many, all, so many. Um, but they also could be teachers who are particular soul teachers that you've had in your life, a, a literal teacher, like a third grade teacher, you know, anyone who kind of contributes to you in that capacity. And then loved ones are loved ones. But the other thing about loved ones is that it's not just necessarily relations, like ancestors. Um, it can be kind of uh, from more of a, a larger perspective of like um, those that 
have contributed to you, uh, to your growth and your soul. So, uh, it's someone who you might not see necessarily as an intimate relationship and connection in this lifetime. Um, but someone who had an impact nonetheless, um, through, through lifetime. So, so loved ones. So that's kind of where that information is coming from. Uh, it's coming from your uh, Akashic record, that energetic place, that vibrational past, present, and future possibilities. And then it's getting, you know, uh, through the questions that are asked, it's getting, you know, pulled out or, you know, accessed, disseminated from the Lords of the Records. And then uh, down, um, disseminated through or uh, passed on through your master's teachers and loved ones who I think the the the, the guise is that they're going to give it to you what, how it's going to best serve you. So my job as a, as, a, as a reader is to do nothing other than to tune in and do my best to be uh, facilitating those in, that information in the exact way that it's coming in um, so that the uh, stepping aside, there's a piece in the prayer that talks about um, uh, as a reader says it to themselves, protect me from all forms of self-centeredness mm-hmm. and direct my attention to the work at hand, uh, which I think is super valuable because it's uh, allowing the reader to make sure that their filters are clear and clean and that it's actually coming from the record. So in that sense, it's not an intuitive read and it's not a psychic reading. Um, both those are very different. They're gifts that are... Um, that I know are enhanced. I know I've, I never knew, I had no idea that I had any psychic ability (laughs) whatsoever. You do. (laughs) Uh, No, I, I, but I had no, I had no even framework for that. I started Mm -hmm. to understand intuition. I I started to begin. And I mean, when I say I started, it's been in the last couple of years, um, that I started to understand that word, like someone, I think two years ago was like, Oh, you're an empath. And I was like, what? (laughs) What is that even, what is that? Um, and I remember feeling kind of embarrassed that someone else was calling me that I, that knew something about me that was so intimate and so like, explanatory, but I had, didn't know what this word was. Um, just to say that like empathic, it's part of why I think I, I chose and found the path of being an actor. So empathic, you know, I think everyone has that ability to a certain degree, your intuition, I know everyone has that ability. I think psychic abilities, everyone kind of has it. It's the degree at which you're going to nurture, harness, or cultivate them. Um, and I know I've been doing the records, those those kind of get enhanced. But just to be clear for someone who um, wants to go into a reading or maybe feels like their call to become a reader, um, it's different. It's a different access point. It's a different um, different type of reading. Right. No, that makes, that does make sense. Um, It's, would you say channel is an accurate word or is that not? Well, I think um, from my understanding, mediumship is a little different because in mediumship, um, channeling happens through an an individual, an individual uh, loved one, if you will. You know, it's individual. So it's a, it's a, particular frequency of one being that you're going to tune into and get information for. So uh, that kind of access is a, is maybe a medium, right? So that, mm. that you can do that. Now you're uh, in the records, it's a group. And I just was going over some of my notes and they were saying it's not important to identify the who they are. Uh, you know, it's, it's not this, you can, but it's more of the, the information is energy's first information second. And in the, uh, in the stage of, of 
<laughs> humanitarian, global, and universal evolution of where we are, whatever that means in time and space, like that stage. Um, it's it's it. They're more of an entity, one group that the masters, teachers, and loved ones are in. We try to filter it through, you know, our anthropomorphic minds of humanity of being like okay give it a a, a name and give it a face okay and give it eyes and give it you know give it these things but it's what you were talking about how formlessness mm-hmm. you know god is this you know formlessness if you will and that word is really charged for people but if he's conscious is formlessness like anyone can say like okay identify what a thought looks like and like well actually it does i don't know what what shape is it what, what i don't know you know it's a thought it has it's formless um it's along those same lines you know what does energy look like well they try to drop our atoms but is that what energy looks like um you know like you look at a, a a lightning bolt and you can say like okay is that what energy looks like but uh people draw pictures of auras is that what energy looks like you know it's this it's formless and that to identify them isn't the the primary but to recognize that it's a it is a very, what I've experienced, which is the part where the, you're like, this fucking shit is crazy. <laughs> it's that it's a, it is a, you know, a very real body of love and compassion. It's an energetic informational body of love and compassion. And that, um, and that you can, you, you, it's definitely there for the individual's um, growth and support. Uh, so, and that's, um, that, and that's, that's, I think, where it can we get stuck in that wanting to know wanting to trust not knowing wanting to trust give right. it. um but what i've found is that the information is so real and it hits to the core and it's so specific for the person for myself you know that you're like oh you get those chills you get that thing where you're like oh whoa this 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 makes sense on a very deep level um so so I think I might have gone off track a little bit. No, this is like, this is, this is, this is exactly how my podcast always is. (laughs) So it's a perfect because I'm, you're flowing with it. So, and everything that you're saying is so important, right? So, um, because this is the kind of thing that people are wondering about, you know, like getting like an inside view. And these are the kind of thoughts and questions people probably have, you know. Um, So that was perfect and amazing. Um, and and speaking of that, like all this this fucking shit is crazy stuff. Um, I'm I'm curious if there is like um like an example or a story that you have. It can either be a personal story or like you know of a a a you know nameless client or somebody, but um, like an instance of like a really profound experience that you've had um, with the records. Um. Well, let me start by saying this. Uh, what I notice, um, my, my readings with my family are the most interesting because when you know someone like a family member so well, and my family is very close, um, I have three sisters and, uh, my mom who, uh, and my dad, I mean my, you know, but, uh, as far as like people who I'm re- reading for, um, I know them very, very well. And it's, very interesting to do a reading for me this has been the most interesting as to where I go because trust was a big one for me um you know in my life it was it was the starting point at which when I started to say whoa I don't trust people (laughs) I don't trust myself and I don't trust necessarily fully in the capacities of the universe to be a support and loving helper helper for me Mm -hmm. um 
that put me on a on a, on a different directional path to heal in a way. And so trust even within the records when I started reading was a big one of like, okay, I I can this it where is this coming from? Is it just me? I would ask, like, is it just me? And that's, I think, a piece where even coming into um, getting a reading, it can be like, where is this coming from? Do I trust this person who's uh-huh. giving this to me? Do I trust that this is actually coming down from wherever they're saying it? Or is this, you know, in a psychic reading, like, is this, you know, can I trust this information, take it with a grain of salt, whatever. Um, so as a reader, I was like, is this, you know, is this me? Or is this them? in <laughs> quotes? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then what does that even mean? Because it's so like, woo, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's like, okay. But so what started to, for me, kind of concrete, allow me to uh, be more concrete in my trust is reading from my family and recognizing things that I had um, thought about of, of what, you know, think, opinions I had ideas that I had that I could help these people or, you know, uh, just like insights that I had as a person were nowhere present um, (laughs) in the reading, you know, Um, it happens with clients a lot. It's like, I think um, (laughs) there's no way that I would uh, know this stuff and, and meaning like I wouldn't have come up with the specific analogy of this specific thing that seems so helpful for this person. Like I would not have had those information right and what it is in in my readings themselves like I always they and we in training and it's a weird thing to too to talk about like certifications and training when you're talking about spiritualism and right. you know like what if you have these gifts what do you need to get certified for for me it was um like any training it was a helpful tool to learn how to maneuver to learn from someone who's been doing it longer of like what are the better ways um approaches some guidelines um you know it was just like a a really important um thing like any art because as an actor you know like some people have that ability like you can stand and be you know in tune with your emotions and give over a a, some a truth that isn't your own truth um but to actually hone your own body and to move past your own blocks around anger or this so that you can speak those truths as they're real like that's a training that you may need and however you get there there's a lot of different ways to get there but my point was that within um the training that i received from the Akashic Records, they talk about, like, if anything's familiar, as a reader, if anything's familiar or seems um, familiar to you, to the reader, go back in and make sure that it's coming from them, because it really, really, it's not intuition, it's not psychic, it's not coming from you, it's from their record, so you want to really be making sure that you're tuning into that, Um, and for me, it was, that was the most profound experience uh, in the sense of reading for my family because it was very clearly not my own insights and that allowed me to kind of trust. <laughs> they would even say, they would be like, yeah, you know, it's not, it doesn't, like, that's not you. Like, I know you, Kiata, and I know, like, how like, you would share on this topic and how you would even share, and and that's not you. So it's almost a little, like, creepy. You're like, okay, well, that's not me. But I recognized as the gift um, to just, to, I begin to try to just really recognize like everyone has gifts. Some people are incredible athletes. Some people are incredible finance people. Some people build build businesses in their sleep, you know. Um, and then some people have these other kind of in quotes like otherworldly gifts. Um, 
that that not everyone uh, understands, but um, just like I don't understand finances, <laughs> like me, yeah, have me neither. The stock market, like I couldn't give anyone advice on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah, God help it, us personally, like Kiata. So, um, so what that's given me then is, uh, as I go in my own life outside of the records, you know, like as in my own life, I start to kind of give over into a deeper sense of trust of, of the universe and of, um, my participation in it. And I start to recognize, uh, the, um, gentleness in which I can navigate my own life's limitations and, uh, and struggles. And that, um, that's a huge piece, uh, because I was definitely a stress ball. <laughs> I, was, I, I was definitely someone who activated and went, and lived a life on stress and, dare I say, chaos and overwhelmment. And it was kind of like a functioning piece of where I came from. And nothing has, <laughs> it's not that nothing has changed, but I just have recognized different ways of um, when things like come up that have those triggers. It's like, oh, there's a different, um, there's a different approach. There's a different access that you can go to. So and that's yeah. powerful too, because oftentimes we have been doing the same approach for a really long time and not getting the shifts that we need, not getting what we need, you know, so. Yeah, intellectually we can see what we need. We can uh, kind of, you know, know that when you ever, you know that there's something that you don't want, you, by the binary nature of the universe, have a frequency, have a frequency lock in on what you do want. The, the tricky thing is turning your attention to uh -huh. that other place and, and, and walking in, in trust and faith toward that direction, even though you might not know how, because it's very experiences in human, like experiences tell us what, what by feeling or, you know, usually through emotion that this is something that feels not good. This is something that I do not want to have happen. Right. So then <laughs> so we focus on that instead of, well, it's just a very concrete reality. Like yeah. you know, something to happen that I know very clearly that I don't want. But the thing that we do want then on the counterpoint of it, isn't something that we may have or may have, experience but don't know how to recreate and this is like the quality of humanity of like okay there's a way then I, I know that something I can do then to create that because I can see intellectually or even you know that this is something that I want um someone else has it or I've had it before and it's something that I want but it it's so it seems counterintuitive to say that the I don't know the space in between where we are experiencing this thing that we don't and where we want to be experiencing that we do know that we want is a um, is re relinquished over into the I don't know, um, meaning that there's a, a, a space, there's a path that you have to walk to get there, um, and that that's a place where it's going to unfold. Meaning you don't know the future. Mm -hmm. Nothing is set in stone. Like um, there are these broad. Thank God for that. Yeah, there's these broader levels of agreements that we've made that I that I'm learning about through the records that are like points of agreements that we're going to hit. Uh, like our, you know, if you will, our soul kind of has said like, you know, an agreement. It's like, okay, these are the things that we're working on, but um, but nothing is set in stone. And so, how do we really? The key then is how do we look at those points where we're like, this is where I am. This is where I want to be, and walk that path with. Um, 
really, it sounds so like hippy dippy, but love and compassion for ourselves, um, which, which gain more ease and flow and trust. That's the, that's the kind of human element that's very valuable because we do have that ability, but it's through, um, giving over into that. We're not doing it, that we, we can't just be, um, like you said, banging, banging our head in the same way. Um, right. that to be shifts to have new unfoldings happen sure exactly yeah <laughs> wow that's so much yeah no it's just so it's so powerful um and i you know i i know i don't want to keep you here all day but i do have a couple more questions for you. Yeah. the biggest the biggest one is that I, you know because for any some people that are listening to this will have definitely heard of the akashic records through other sources um some people may not have but i'm wondering um what do you want people to know about the Akashic Records that they might not know, especially people that are already familiar with it, just like from your own experience, if there's anything, if there's any sort of misconception or understanding, or what do you think is the most important thing to know about the Akashic Records? Oh, uh, sorry, I know that's a big question. No, it's great. What, what do I want people to know if they might not know about the Akashic Records? I mean, you've already said so much but no, if no, there's it, like one you know thing. um th- I guess it's that um, I know this sounds kind of I walk this fine line I'll just be really honest I walk this fine line of um recognizing the uh nature of like, you know it sounds like self-promotion almost but it's I walk this thing, it's like if someone comes to me and I and um, they have a reading and it, even within the records, they're like, they're meant to work within the records. They're meant to, um, you know, like, co- not even saying come again to a conversation, but have this connection. They're meant to, like, strengthen the connection with their intuition, strengthen the connection with them, their soul group, their spiritual team. They're like, you know, um, I always feel very tentative in sharing that because I, I, I never want to feel like it's like, uh, me saying to someone like, "Oh, you have to come back to me." <laughs> yeah, come back for that. like some more readings. No, because yeah. it's not like it's this weird time in 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 humanity where it's this, um, you know, ex- spiritual ex- exchange. Say, uh, let me give this service to you, which is spiritual for exchange of this very tangible thing, real thing that's called money. It's a very I, I've had a lot of uh, you know blocks around it. It's a very uncomfortable. It's the way I was raised was like, no, spiritual knowledge is sacred. It's not meant to have yeah. this um, kind of business equality to it. But then you know, I've, I've realized it's like, well, just like anything, it's something that is a gift meant to be shared and exchanged. So what I wanted to say was, I think most important for anyone to know is that either you do have a record, you do have access. Everyone has access to this body of information and knowledge. Um, to the degree at which someone can tune in and trust is, uh, is unknown to me, but I've found in my life, um, and I've seen so many others have this awakening to, to be a reader for the Akashic Records, to be an agent of the Akashic Records, and it's opening up, and to have um, whatever you do, and this is, like, information from my dad, I guess, when passed on to me, was, like, no matter what, have a connection to something that's beyond um, 
you know, be, that's a part of your uh, consciousness, that's a part of your soul connection. Mm. Spirituality, like have that practice that you make because it informs all other things. It's so important toward getting the things that you want, you know, meaning not, it's not, this is what I mean by that is it's not about getting the things that you want. It's about the under, the further understanding of yourself while you're pursuing the things that you want. It's that, it's that connection. And, um, for me, what I would want to, through my own experience of, I guess you could say healing, but like, learning to trust myself Mm. that feeling that I get and that means a lot of different things for a lot of different people so whatever the thing is that someone's having the most difficult time with whether it's trust or whether it's uh, a new you know there's such a list of things that anyone can name that's like this is my big life challenge um right now is that like there is guidance there for you um and to seek that out so it's not even about like going to a record reader or whatever but it's just having something that helps you along that path um and for me I think the records provide an incredible resource that's what it is that's what I wanted to say was that this resource is there in a very real way um for people to have uh have an experience with and the funny thing about it is the beginning part of the prayer um it, 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 it goes like this. It says, um, and so we do acknowledge the forces of light, asking for guidance, direction, and courage to know the truth mm. as it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of everyone connected to us. And I think that's such a profound thing because a lot of times what we want to know, we want to know these answers about our, th- our stuff, um, but what we're seeking is truth. And truth, um, it varies, meaning like when you're looking at something in a certain way, it, it's truthful. It, yeah, that's the truth of it. But well before you realize you're wrong, you've been wrong. <laughs> it's you realize you're wrong and then you go, oh, that's well, hilarious. I'm, I was incorrect, but you've been wrong for a while. <laughs> you know, like, and so not, I'm not calling anybody wrong. I'm just saying our truths are subjective. What we see as truth, um, and I think a lot of people are, are seeking truth, you know. And so like to have that access of a whole different perspective to gain a soul level truth or um that applies to your everyday life is such a valuable thing um and there's lots of different ways to get it i know that for a fact so um that was that's what i've found to records to be the most helpful with and they just are so loving and so eager to help it's just this i will get emotional just thinking about it because it's this overwhelming source of love and compassion that exists in all of us that is um is where that that resides is that deep 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 self-love and to the degree at which our human experiences have either blocked it or cut us off from it or shadowed it in some way or you know muffled it in some way i feel like that tapping into it whatever people do whether it's yoga or meditation or um you know 
something that accesses that for themselves, a relationship that's super healthy, you know, something, I'm sure raising children, something that accesses that deep, profound self-love is that point of access to that greater information. And if we can walk in that more often and we can run our daily lives from that place more often, I just feel like that's a, that's a really, really positive um, contribution to the energetic consciousness of, of humanity right now. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's super profound. Um, and I, you know, I, I, as I have read with you, I, I have seen witnessed in you, this energy come through you. And I see how much you're feeling mm-hmm. as you are giving the reading. Um, and it's like, it's pure feeling, actually. And then you're trying to find the words <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to convey that energy that you're experiencing. So I will um, say when you asked about the most profound thing, I think one of the, um, that was kind of like an experience as a reader, but the most profound thing as a human that I've experienced in the Akashic records is when they, uh, show me, um, the, the true nature of someone's soul, uh, the beauty and oh the, my God. the grace and the just, it's like they, sorry, but they no. just, they show so much love for this person in front of me, sitting in front of me on the phone. And they, they, it's like I get to have that window into the true nature of what someone really is beyond all the limitations of a, of their human experience. And it is just so beautiful and if anyone um and i know that kind of gets very like whimsical and very like almost like feminine like oh there she is she's an emotional like no no it's just so beautiful honestly to say like um we're all so much more alike than we know and we all are so so many of us on such a similar um uh path you know just to wanting more love wanting more truth wanting more um uh, understanding and we are all so much more capable than we allow ourselves to be we are so much more loved than we uh we look at ourselves and it's just it's very hard it is hard to communicate that at that emotional download that they give which it's just like the full expansiveness of of what love not meaning like intimate love or like family love or even like I don't know, you know, whatever. It's it's just like this more broad, very but yet very real um, human love, like <laughs> soul love um, that is that is really powerful. And I think that that is um, if someone can learn to understand that about themselves, <laughs> this this would be an incredibly um, profound gift for anyone. Is, is and I've and I found that for myself as. Every time I read for myself, I get to have a little more inkling of what, who I am as a full being and what are my capabilities. And uh, that's, that's a gift. It's a huge uh, boost <laughs> in yeah. my life experience. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for, for sharing all of that. And I, I don't know if this is actually, if you're going to have anything additional to say, but I did want to ask you just because you've spoken so much about the records, um, but just as Kiata, um, if you have one last message that you want to to share um, with 
the world today. <laughs> it doesn't oh, have I- to be overthought or like yeah. no pressure, but just in this moment, if there's, you know, if you, what, what do you, what do you want to share with everyone listening from you? Um, I'm feeling compelled just to say, uh, don't take yourself so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I, uh, I'm saying it because I'm saying it to myself. I mean, that's really what it's all, what you, we can get so caught up in like anything. We can be just as serious about business as we can about spirituality. <laughs> and, oh my uh, gosh. And yeah. it's really, really meant to be, um, much more light and much more fun and I don't mean that saying like oh I have the keys to being light and fun like ask my husband that's not the case (laughs) um so it's I think uh you know just just uh yeah not not um if if we find a way to to have find if we're finding humor in things we're saying to ourselves something I learned um through Helen's course in the advanced is uh having that like, what is compassion? What is love? How do you access those points? Uh, it's like going, going, go, oh, of course I blank. It's no wonder, um, which is, you know, of course I put my foot in my mouth in this situation. It's no wonder, uh, you know, because it's, I'm human, you know, it's no wonder uh, I'm a growing, evolving soul. It's no, you know, like the, the, it's no wonder comes from, from, from just being that like okay yeah this is what this is what I think I would share is no matter what um (laughs) you've heard like it is what it is there's um anytime you are resisting what is anytime you're wanting things to be different um you're any one of us is slightly off the path of fully love and compassion because suffering actually comes from um not being with what is, mm-hmm. uh, being with what is gives incredible liberation. And I think a lot of times the act that way into that a viewpoint is through humor and through like, kind of just being like, ah, okay. <laughs> like, and, you know, so, um, so that's what I would say is get just what's, what I strive, what's help, what's, what's helping me right now, what's helping me right now. Yeah, that helps me today too. Okay, That's perfect. It's so it's so relevant. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, and thank you so much. Um, this is I just love this idea, the Everyday Seeker podcast. It's just such a great title, such a great thing that you're doing, bringing um, many different types of minds and modalities together to share about what we can provide with each. To each other for for upliftment so yeah th- thank, thank you. you for yeah thank you for being a part of it and sharing sharing your knowledge your experience and a piece of yourself we appreciate it so much um i know i speak for myself but also for everyone that's listening and that received what you offered today so um kiata maya and your website is kiata maya.com is that correct yeah and yeah that's, that's- yeah, that's let's... my actor website. Oh, okay, the... right. So let's let's share the resources also because some people are probably going to want to get readings. So, oh. um, so uh, how do, how do they contact you for that? Um, I work. Uh, so I work doing readings for myself. Um, I have a remember that startup thing I was talking about. Yes, I'm in the process of getting akashicrecordsolutions.com so that people will be able to schedule it through that way. Otherwise, they can contact me directly um, through my email. 
which is Kiara at kiaramaya.com, C-H-I-A-R-A at C-H-I-A-R-A-M-A-Y-A.com, uh, kiaramaya.com. Um, and that's, um, that's the best way to contact me. I also work three days a week at Liberate Emporium with Rebecca. Yes. And that's a way to schedule um, readings during the time that I'm there. So um, I, I am always super stoked <laughs> to to participate people with people in this way. It's this really weird, profound thing where I'm like, oh my God, I get to like... Uh, you know, exchange with people um, and do do this profound thing that I love doing. Uh, so it's it's very I'm very honored and always eager to to connect with people in that way. So yeah, thank you for yeah. allowing me to yeah to exactly. That. And the Liberate Emporium is just you know liberateemporium.com and that's in mm-hmm. Los Feliz in Los Angeles. Um, but yeah, so and also you know in case you need some social media help too, she's got. Um, a consulting company that does that, okay. which is clearly magnetic consulting. So <laughs> I'm sure you can also connect with her, email her. Um, yeah, that's a whole different, that's a whole uh, other thing, whole but just, you know, never know, yes. right? So just, totally. If anyone wants help marketing and uh, <laughs> how to manage their social media to uh, facilitate what it is that they want out of it, <laughs> yeah. whether it's clients or sales or uh, a fan base, uh, let me know. Cause that's another thing that I do. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Rebecca. Um, thank you so pleasure. much, Kiara. We really appreciate you. And um, to everyone listening, we hope you have a beautiful week and just wishing you lots of joy and good vibes. Always. Always. All right. Thanks so yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.